Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another Lukita Maran share. It's been a few weeks since our last class. As always, I'm Rabbi Shaya Sussman. If you're looking for more classes, you can go to breastlove.org or you can go to my SoundCloud at Nach Daily or Shaya Sussman. You can find many classes. And what does Rebbe Nachman actually say? For those of you who are just joining us on the class tonight, this is a text-based class where we explore the writings of Rebbe Nachman of Breslov, the great Hasidic leader. Tonight, we're going to be starting lesson 66 in the Sefer Lekutim Aran, as this is a text-based class. I have the screen shares for everybody. And we're gonna begin this lesson, maybe we'll do the next two, three weeks, uh, learning this inside. And I'll just introduce it. The reason why I wanted to learn this with everybody is because it has to do with how the tzaddik dies. What happens to a tzaddik when he dies, how he dies, what is the process of uh, dying for a tzaddik, and what are the added benefits to us when we connect to a tzaddik. So this is also, by way, a introduction to Lagba Omer. As Lagba Omer, uh, for those of you who don't know and are just joining us, Lagba Omer is the day that Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, the author of the Zohar, uh, the secret writings of the Torah uh, is the day that he passed away during this time period of the Sphere of Omer that we're in is the 33rd day known as Lagba Omer, which is considered a great celebration. So I figured what, what better time to start this lesson to learn about what the tzaddik can do for you and what happens when the tzaddik passes away than right around now in Lagba Omer. And it's really an amazing thing. And obviously, as we're talking about Lagba Omer, when it was the Histalkas, it was the day of passing of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, anyone who's been following these classes and listening and enjoying, so anyone who's been following these classes, they're obviously connected, because if you're connected to Rabbi Nachman, you're connected to Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, uh, as Rabbi Nachman, Ben Simcha, and Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai are the same gematria, have the same numerical value. So there's obviously a very, very deep connection between the Rashbi, Rabbi Shumar Yochai, and Rabbi Nachman of Breslov. Hello, Ellie. Thanks for joining. And a uh, there's a deep connection. So when Lagba Omer is coming up, have nothing to fear. You're already connected to Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai by way of Rabbi Nachman. So we're going to jump right in and do the screen shares. This one, before we actually go to the text, I just wanted to read the first uh, pasuk, the first verse inside. And then I wanted to actually see that chapter inside because it's amazing. We'll, we'll, we'll be able to appreciate it a lot more and see really the Chiddush, the uh, novelty idea that's being brought over here. So we're just going to do the quick screen share and then we're going to do another screen share and actually learn that chapter inside. Okay. So hold on. Let's see. Okay. Again, lesson number 66 in the Lakutim Aram. So it starts with the words, This is a back and forth between Elio Hanavi and Alicia, Alicia Hanavi. And we're going to see them back. We're going to see this more inside. I'm just starting with how, what it says here in the text. Eliyahu says to Alicia, if you're there, that the time when I die, you will get double of my ruach, of my spirit, of my portion. And he said, but if you, and Eliyahu continued, if you see me 
at the time when I die, then you'll get your request. Okay, so now I'm just gonna flip inside and we're gonna learn this chapter inside. And then we're going to read through it quickly so you could get the context of the story here. And then we're gonna jump back into Sefer Lekudim Aran. So I'm just gonna read this parak inside. It's an amazing parak. Uh, this is the parak that when Eliyahu Hanavi goes up to Shemayim. What? Sorry, make it bigger. Make it bigger? Okay. Let's see. Is that better? Is that bigger? Good. Good. Okay. Vayihibalos Hashem es Eliyahu v'tzara Shemayim v'yelech Eliyahu v'elisha min ha-gilgal. It was at the time when Eliyahu, the Navi, Eliyahu would go up in a fiery wind to heaven that he was walking together with his student Elisha from the place of Gilgal. And so this is, again, this is uh, Malachim Beis, chapter Beis, uh, that's Kings 2, chapter 2. And Eliyahu says to Elisha, you stay here because Hashem is sending me to the town of Beisel. He goes, nope, I swear in my life, I will not leave you. I'm going to go with you all the way down to the town of Beisel. And when they went to the town of Beisel, that those Nevi'im, those prophets that were there, they went over to Elisha and said, They said to him, they said to Elisha, do you know today your master Eliyahu is going to be taken by God from upon your head? Meaning to say, don't you know that uh, Eliyahu is going to die today? Uh, and Elisha says back, yes, I know, but be quiet. <laughs> back to Eliyahu and Elisha, Once they're in Beisel, Eliyahu says, Elisha, you stay here because now I'm going to Yericho. He says, I swear in my life, I'm going to stay with you. I'm not going to leave with you. I'm going to travel with you to Yericho. And the uh, the Bnei Nevi'im, the sons of the Nevi'im, they were there in Yericho, and they went over to Elisha. Don't you know today Hashem is going to take Elio from you? And Elisha says back, because yes, I know, but be quiet, right? This repeats itself. Right, and Leo says to Elisha again, you stay here, Hashem is sending me to the Yardin. Uh, and Elisha uh, says back, no, I swear, I'm not going to leave you. And the Yechush name, but both of them go together. And now there were 50 Nevi'im, 50 sons of the Nevi'im that were standing, uh, watching from a distance, both Elisha and Eliyahu by the Yardin. And Eliyahu takes his cloak, and he rolled it up, and he hit the water. And he did this miracle. He split the sea. This amazing, this amazing barrack over here. And he took his cloak, and he split the sea. And now Elisha and Eliyahu are standing together on dry land in the middle of the Yardin. And it was... 
as they were crossing the Elio, Omar Elish, they have this little back and forth dialogue over here, which is going to be the highlight of Rabbi Nachman's lesson right now. The Elio, Omar, El Elisha, Elio said to Elisha, Sha'oma Aselacha, the term El Kachmimcha. So Elisha now turns, Elio turns to his student, Elisha, and he says, Ask me what you want before I get taken from you. And these are the focus words of our lesson. Elisha says, I want double of your ruach. I want double of your portion to be, on, to be upon me. Okay? And Elio says back, That's a hard thing to do. If, you, if you're there, when you see me get taken from you, then you'll get it. But if you're not there at the time when I get taken from you and I leave this world, then you won't get double portion of my spirit. And that's going to be the focus, this back and forth. Right? And these are this very famous psukim, famous story over here. And as both of them are going together, and they're talking, a fiery chariot with fiery horses come down by a free and separates Eliyahu and Elisha, the Yaal Eliyahu And Eliyahu gets risen up in a fiery whirlwind to heaven. The Elisha Roa and Elisha sees and he screams out, Avi, Avi, Rechav Yisrael, Father, Father, the chariot of Israel, Uparsha, Od. Right? And he didn't see him again. That's the last time Elisha saw Leo. And Elisha grabbed his clothing, and he sat Shiva, he tore them into two pieces. And I get goosebumps reading this, it's just so amazing. We didn't even get to the lesson yet, but this is incredible. Right, and he lifts up now Elisha, right? Elisha got taken, and now his cloak is sitting on the floor. And he picks up the Adaris Elio, the cloak of Elio, Asher Nafla that had fallen off, El- off Elio's back. And he sat and he stood on the lips of the riverbanks of the Yardin. And he took Elio's cloak, Asher that had fallen. Right, the torch is now passed. He hits the water. Right, and Elio said, "God, where's the God of Elisha?" Said, "Where's the God of Elio?" And he took and he hit the water, and now he split the water just like his Rebbe Elio did. Now, keep in mind, this was a whole scene. The Bnei Neviim, the children of Neviim, were standing there from afar watching this take place. Right, imagine you're like, oh my God, what's going on? Right, and the sons of the Nevi'im that were standing on looking from Yericho, Mineged, and they all sat, sat and stood. They said, The spirit of Eliyahu had fallen upon Elisha. And they went to greet Elisha and they all bowed before him. Vayomar, I love Hinena Yeshes Avdecha Chamishim Anashim. Okay, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna stop over here. Okay, incredible, right? So we had the famous story of Elio and Elisha, which is going to be the highlight of our lesson, and we're gonna get the, the amazing back and forth over here. So basically, they had this conversation that Eli, everyone knew Elio was going to be taken, and what happened was is 
as they're strolling in the middle of the Yardane, right? They have this dialogue, this very, very interesting dialogue. What's the dialogue? Eliyahu says to Elisha, no, I'm going to be taken. Ask me for something. So Elisha says, I want double of what you have. Eliyahu says back, huh? that's a hard thing. Meaning to say, if you ask me for $2 and I only have $1, how can I give you more than I have? How can I give you more than I have? I want double of what you have. Well, it's a Devakasha. That's a hard thing, right? If you ask me for $200 and I have you $100, I can only give you $100. I can't give you double of what I have. If I don't have it, I can't give it to you. So Eliel says back, well, this is a hard thing, okay? This, uh, uh, there's a reason why we're going through these details already because it's going to be great, right? This is a very hard thing. So Eliel says, but I'll tell you what. Yeah, it's a hard thing. But if you're there when I die, if you're there when I leave the world, you'll get it. But if not, you won't. Mysterious. What was this back and forth? What was going on? And what does it have to do with his death? And what does this have to do for us in 2021? Okay. Now we're going to jump into the Lakuta Maran here. The stage is set. Okay. These are the psukim that we just read inside, the full story. Right? If, you, if you're there and I'm taking from you, then it will be. And after this, we know Elisha did receive a double portion. It comes out that Elisha, he davened harder than his Rebbe, Eliyahu. Because all the miracles and greatness that Elisha did, Elisha accomplished all his things that he did, all through the power of prayer. Like Chazal say, the Gemara in Megillah, it says, Right? He says, tell me all the tell me all the great things that Elisha did. So the Gemara says, Elisha ki avid Right? It says all the things the Gemara says over there, everything Elisha comp- accomplished, all the miracles that Elisha accomplished, he did through the power of Tfila. So just to talk about this idea for of Pishnaim, how do we know that Elisha received double of Elio? Because if you will go through the story, I'm not going to go through it right now, but you will see that Elio did eight miracles and Elisha did 16 miracles. So it comes out that Elisha did Pish, had Pishnaim, he had double portion, he had double the spirit of Elio and Avi. Because again, Elisha did 16 and Elio did eight. So he did double the amount and he received the thing that he received the thing that he wanted. And Rabbi Nachman adds over here, based on the Gemara, that everything Elisha did, he accomplished, he accomplished through Tviva. And we're going to come back to that point later, maybe even not tonight, but we're going to go, we're going to go uh, into this in more depth right now. Okay. Now we're going to jump right in more, further, for even deeper. Da. 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 You should know. Da. Da. You should know. It's possible for the student to be greater than his teacher. That he could have double of what his teacher, his Rebbe has. But even though he's greater in a certain sense, he has double of what his Rebbe has, the only reason why he's able to accomplish that is only through his teacher, 
his Rebbe. And this is what it means that Eliyahu, Elisha wanted double of what Eliyahu had. His spirit, I'm going to use the English Hebrew, but his ruach, his spirit specifically. That specifically through the ruach of the spirit of Eliyahu, Elisha was able to get both. It means that Elisha became greater, but it was only through the spirit of Eliyahu. Because we know that there is such a thing that the tzaddik has two spirits, two ruachs, a ruach la'ela, a ruach above, and a ruach delasata, and a ruach below. Kemosha kasuv, like we find in the Torah, it says, Ela told us Noach, Noach, right? It says, these are the offspring of Noach, Noach. It says his name double. Noach la'ela, it's referring to Noach's ruach delaela, his ruach is spirit above, Noach delasata. Means the double language of Noah is to refer to both the ruachs. Kemoshe kasu sham bezohar, like it says over there in the Zohar, Noah apostle zeh ayin sham betosefta. Right, uh, look over there into the sefta, and this is the lashon of the Zohar to paraphrase it. Lama Noah trezimne. Why does it say Noah's name twice? Ela kolt tzadik v'tzadik daiva almas de islei trei ruchan. Because every tzadik, it's enough that in this world he has two ruachs, two spirits. Ruachad ba'almadim. One ruach in the world to come, the ruach chad amada asi, right? One one ruach in this world, in the world of judgment, the ruach chad amada asi, and one ruach, one spirit in the world to come, the hachet tishkach bekulot tzadikim, and this is what we find by all the tzadikim. The hainu sheyesh lo bechinas ruach, bechinas chiyos lemalu bechiyos lemata, that every tzaddik has a life force generated from above, and every tzaddik has a life force generated from below. The ruach, the hachias shelamala who gadol me'od me'od, and the ruach that's generated from above, that is great. That is, that is very very great. That's the greater part of it. So just to recap what we're saying right now, right? That every tzaddik has two spirits, two ruachs. They have a ruach de la'ila and a ruach de la'sata, a spirit from above and a spirit from below. And this is what it says by Noach, Noach, Noach. Why does it say Noach, Noach twice? It says Noach, Noach twice because it's reference to, to Noach's Ruach de la Ela and Noach's Ruach de la Sata. And this is something that we find by many of the tzaddikim. The Torah says Avram, Avram, right? Avram, Avram. Why? Because it's referring to Avram's spirit above and Avram's spirit below. We find also by Shmuel Hanavi when he's by Elia Cohen. It says Shmuel, Shmuel, right? We find that Shmuel had a spirit above. We find that Shmuel had a spirit below, right? So he's setting a pre uh, he's setting a precedent over here, and we're going to explain this even further, right? That every every tzaddik has this ruach above and ruach below, ruach de leira, ruach de sata, and it's important to note here that the ruach de leira, his life force from above, his life force that he's getting sustained from from above, that in many ways is more powerful and potent than the Ruach de la Sata. Clear so far? Clear. Back inside. We're going to take a little bit of a detour, but this is all going to merge together in the end. Okay. And the students, the Talmidim, are one. They come from, they share one root, or they're one root with the Tzaddik. 
Right? The students are dependent on the tzaddik like, uh, like branches and a tree, right? Because the, the branches of a tree, they get its life force from its root. Right? And it goes up the bark, it goes from the roots up the barks to the branches to the leaves. Right? And there's many aspects of this. There are students that are like the branches. But there are also students that are like the leaves. And many different aspects of this. And at the time when the tzaddik leaves this world, at the moment of when he leaves is his moment of clarity. And we're going to see why it is that way. Right at the time of his stalkas, when the when the tzaddik leaves this world, that's when he's able to perceive more at that very moment than he was his entire lifetime. Everyone on their own level. That's coming full circle, right? And this is what we see by the Rashi, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, beidrik uberabenu hakadosh. That Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, in his last day, in the last section of the Zohar, which is called the Idra. Right, and we also find by Rabbeinu Hakadosh, Rabbi Yudah Nasi, Ubitzar Tzadikim, that the uh, that the moment the tzaddik dies, at that moment was taken from the world. At that time, he's able to perceive the highest perceptions more than he was in his entire life. What we find by Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai and Lagba Omer, which is coming up, right? And Rabbi Nachman setting this preference over here. He's teaching us that just like a tree has a root, a bark, and branches, right? so too a person who's connected to the tzaddik, and obviously there are many different levels of this, right? You could be connected to the tree through its leaves, or you could be connected to the roots, which ultimately, which gets from the roots, right? Or you could be connected to the tree itself or to stronger branches, weaker branches. And so too a person who's connected to the tzaddik, they are even more connected. They receive more vitality to the, from the tzaddik. They receive more encouragement, more strength, and more uh, of the ruach, of that tzaddik as we're going to be learning about as we continue learning. And what we find is that when a tzaddik passes away, so those who are connected to him, like a tree, its branches and its leaves and its roots, right? So the closer you are, the more of the ruach of that tzaddik that a person gets. So every person who's connected to a tzaddik, they receive vitality, chiyas, and life force from the tzaddik himself. So if you're learning this year, if you're part of this year, you're already connected to the tzaddik. And if you learn Shulchan Aruch, you're connected to other tzaddikim. And if you follow the Torah, you're connected to the tzaddik Moshe Rabbeinu, the prophets of all prophets, the, the greatest Navi of all time. So certainly we receive our vitality through Moshe Rabbeinu and the Torah. That's why it's called Torah's Moshe. So every person has this ability to connect to the tzaddik. And certainly the more connected you are to the tzaddik, just like the closer you are to the root of the tree, the more vitality and stronger you become. So too, the more persons connected to that tzaddik, the more vitality, the more energy that they receive. Now we're going to explain how that works and why that is that at the time of a stalkus of a tzaddik, what takes place that allows a person to that tzaddik to perceive more at that moment than that they were ever able to receive in their entire life. And 
how that works. And that's going to shed tremendous light on the story that we learned and Lagba Omer and the whole Indian of the yurt side of a tzaddik and his kashras connecting to a tzaddik as well. Okay. Vida. Vida. And you should know. The reason for this is because at the time that the, the tzaddik is removed, I'm just going to word, use the word histalkas, but everyone should be comfortable with that word, that it means uh, removed, right? To be mistalek means to remove. So at the time of histalkas, at the time when the tzaddik is removed from this world, at that moment in time, his ruach, his spirit above, his life force that's above comes down. Then it becomes one. It unifies. His Ruach de la'ila and his Ruach de la'sata now become one because the Ruach de la'ila now comes down to this earth. Because the truth is they're one. And when they merge and become one and reunite with one each other and they reveal themselves to one another, it creates a tremendous power and unification. And because the Ruach de la'ila, the spirit above, a person's life force from above, is so beyond this world, it can't really tolerate this world. Because by its nature itself, the Ruach de la'ila, a spirit above, can't tolerate and be burdened by this world at all. Al la'ila. Therefore, it's always above. <laughs> and through this, the Ruach de la'ila comes down and it blows out the person's neshama from their body. Let's just explain that. That the Ruach de la Ela and the Ruach de la Sata, the Ruach de la Ela is the larger, more powerful and pointed point. And by definition, by nature, it can't tolerate this world. So at the time of this status of a tzaddik, the Ruach de la Ela now comes all the way down and it merges with the Ruach de la Sata. And because the Ruach de la Ela and the Ruach de la Sata are, are essentially one thing, and the Ruach de la Ela is so large, it can't be tolerated by this world at all. It comes down and it blows out the Tzadik's neshama because there's a unification of the Ruach de la Ela and the Ruach de la Sata, and it, and it blows out the Tzadik's neshama. And therefore, the Tzadik is the stalic from this world. He completely leaves this world. Okay. The Alkain, who Dover Godel, the Alkain, therefore, Therefore, it's a very, very big thing to be there when the time at Sadiq leaves this world. Even if you're not a student, you're not a leaf, you're not a branch, but even just to be there present. That's right, so I love this. Rabbi Nachman, like, okay, it's good in concept. Now he explains the practical application of it, right? Because at that moment in time, it gets revealed the spirit from above. So a huge, tremendous light comes down at that moment in time. 
Therefore, it's a great, amazing benefit, a great thing, whoever is present at that moment. And it's an eternal reward for them. Like Chazal say on the verse that he'll be alive forever. That a person who sees Chachamim die. But for the students, for the students, so even though it's good for anyone to be around when the Tzadik passes away, for the students who's connected more, it's even better. Because they become dependent on the tzaddik and they receive their yonik, they nurse themselves from one root. Nimsa, So it comes out, So it comes out that the ruach that comes down, because they're already united with the tzaddik, it's as if part of their ruach themselves, it's as if part of the student's ruach themselves comes down, and they get a tremendous elevation from this. They become one, and they join with one another. Now there's a tremendous unification that comes. Because the ruach of the tzaddik is also their ruach. Through this, Therefore, anyone who's there at the time when the tzaddik passes away, and even more so the students, like Elisha Hanavi and Eliyahu, because Eliyahu's ruach spirit is, Elisha's spirit is dependent on Eliyahu's spirit. So when that comes down, it's as if Elisha is getting from his spirit in a way that he wouldn't normally be able to handle it, he gets double the portion. Because any tzadah that comes their time to leave this world, it, it uh, becomes one and unified with the spirit above. But the students who their time to leave this world didn't come, as I, it's like subterfuge, right? The students who their time didn't come, they're still able to get from the Ruach de la Ila without leaving this world, right? As I Adarab, and then the opposite, Nishar Eitzlam a Ruach de la Ila. So then the Ruach de la Ila remains with them. From the oneness of, of the unification of the Ruach de la Ila, the Ruach de la Sata. Because it's impossible to separate. Nimsa. That the tzaddik leaves this world through this process. That the tzaddik actually draws upon himself the ruach de la ila, the spirit above with the spirit below. And the students, they get double from this. Because the remnant of the Ruach de la remains below for them. Because it became one with the Ruach de la Sata. Okay, I know that was a mouthful to read, but this is awesome. So we're just going to recap over here and just explain this outside and fit this back into the story. So 
when the tzaddik dies, again, the ruach, the le'elah, the spirit above, comes and emerges with the ruach of the sata, the spirit below. The ruach, the le'elah, is so advanced, so large, so powerful, that inadvertently blows out the tzaddik's neshama, and he leaves this world. But because, so anyone who's there at that time, when a tzaddik passes away, because there's this amazing light, there's this amazing perception, there's this amazing uh, understanding of clarity that comes into the world at that time, anyone who's there, not even a student, anyone who's there benefits from that light that comes down from the tzaddik at that moment in time. But if you're connected to the tzaddik, right? If you're connected to the tzaddik, there's a little trick that happens. It's obviously even better. Why? Because just like a tree has many parts to it and it gets its chiyas, it gets its life force and it gets its nutrients and vitamins from different parts from the roots. So to a person who is dependent on the tzaddik and went to the tzaddik for advice and tried to follow their etzas and listen to their perceptions and tried doing uh, and tried a uh, connecting and seeking out understanding and understanding life through the tzaddik's understanding, right? So a person who does that, they were able to, a, uh, they get more chiyas from it. So their mamish comes out that if the bark of the tree, right, is connected to the root of the tree, it's almost one with the root of the tree. So when the tzad, normally a, a, a student, a regular person, a student of the tzaddik, their ruach de la'ela only comes down when they die, right? That a person's only emerge unification of the spirit above and spoon below when a person dies. But because the person's almost uh, connected to the tzaddik, so their ruach, the, the tzaddik's ruach de la'ela is so big in a way, right? That's how I visualize it. Like it's so big in a way, it incorporates and encompasses and encapsulates the student's ruach also. So when the tzaddik's ruach spirit comes down, the student is also receiving his own ruach that wouldn't normally come down if he weren't dependent on the tzaddik, right? It's like this subterfuge type of thing, like this harama, this trick that the person gets his ruach de la'ela without actually dying. And how does he get it? He gets it through the tzaddik because he was connected to the tzaddik. So the tzaddik's ruach de la'ela comes down. So now he gets part of his own ruach de la'ela, part of his own advanced spirit that he wouldn't normally, only, that he would only get when he dies. So he's, since he's depending on the tzaddik, now he gets his own ruach de la'ela, which is double portion of what he would normally be able to tolerate and handle in his life because he's connected to the tzaddik. Right? So this is like, so this is like a, uh, amazing. So now we can understand the back and forth between Elisha Anavi and Elio Anavi. Okay, now let's just plug this, all this back in, right? So everyone knew Elio was going to die, right? And Elio is going on a, a tiyu, a shmooz, in the middle of the yard. And sure, we split the yard, then we're going we're gonna to go for a walk. We're going to have a light, light chit-chat. <laughs> What's this chit-chat? He says, knew you going to ask me something? Meaning to say, Eliyahu was going to draw his Ruach de la'ila down. And Eliyahu Anavi knew at the time of the death of a tzaddik, certainly like someone as great as Eliyahu Anavi, there's going to be this tremendous light that comes down. And at that point, you'll be able to have significantly more than what you want, than you're able to accomplish in your own life and get significantly more light, more perceptions, more understanding.
So what does Eliyahu say? What does Elisha say? He goes, I got it. I want Pishnayim. I want double. <laughs> right? They're speaking in code over here. Speaking in riddles. I want double. I want Pishnayim Ruchachra Eli. I want double more than what you could give. Right? Meanwhile, the whole time, even before Eliyahu saying, nah, don't follow me. Don't come. Don't come. Elisha's like, ah, I know what's going to happen. I want the big bucks. I'm following you all the way. Right? No, don't come with me to Basel. Don't come with me to Yericho. Don't come with me to Yardi. Don't come with me to Gilgal. Right? Eliyahu's trying to get rid of him. Right? And Elisha's and Elio says, okay, now that you're with me, what do you want? Elisha's uh, like, ah, yeah, we're going to cash in. Right? Give me the big bucks. I want Pishnayim. So then it says back, oh yeah, you, you think I could just give you Pishnayim? It's not how it works. It's a hard thing. If I only have a hundred, I can't give you double. Can't give you more than what I have, right? So what does Elisha, what does Eliyahu tell him? He says, if you're there at the time of my Histalkus, if you're there and you, at the time when my Ruach de la Ela merges together with my Ruach de la Sata, then you'll get double. Because since you're dependent in me and in my ruach, your ruach will also come down. And now you'll be able to have double than what you're ordinarily able to have. But if you're not, uh-uh-uh, it's only at the time of Bistavkas when my ruach, when the ruach de la'ila merges together with the ruach de la'sata. So what happens? Alicia says, deal. <laughs> Alicia says, deal. Right? This is incredible. They, they were speaking these, these deep riddles, right? So what happens? All of a sudden, a chariot comes down from Shemayim, right? Like we just read. Eliyahu's cloak, right? He goes up. Elisha tears Kriya. He starts saying, Avi, Avi, Rech of Yisrael, right? The father, father, the chariot of Israel, right? What's going to be? Picks up Eliyahu's cloak and splits the sea. He does double the amount of miracles Eliyahu was able to do only through the call Eliyahu the student become greater so at the time of the stalkus of the tzaddik at the time of Lagba Omer when Rabbi Shimon is in the world right Rabbi Shimon's light is coming down into the world at the time of any tzaddik's yard says Rabbi Shaila's Mekarastir's yard site today a person's able to receive double of what they're ordinarily able to receive. Because a person thinks when they reach the world of truth, when they reach Olam Haba, the world to come, a person thinks that it's static. Now you reach a level and that's it. But that's not really how it goes. Every year there's a judgment in Shemayim and it's on the day of the person's death, right? That's why people have the minute for Yortzite Suda and different things to learn for the Yortzite. And the tzaddik obviously goes higher and higher and higher every year. So when he leaves one level and goes to a higher level in Shemayim, that's called histalkas. That's called leaving one place and going to another place. So Rabbi Shimon and any tzaddik on their yurt site, on Lagba Omer, there's a histalkas that happens in Shemayim, in the heavens, where he goes from one place to another place to another place to another place, as the tzaddik is always going higher in Shemayim. So the person who's a student of that tzaddik, who connects to that tzaddik, 
they're able to receive more ruach de la'elo, more ruach de la'ero, more light, more perceptions, more divine flow, and more understanding that's getting sent down into this world, more shefa eloki, more divine flow. So this is incredible. This is incredible. This is incredible. And I want to share a, uh, I want to share, I want to, I want to share a, uh, a, a story. I have. It's not directly related, but it's an incredible story. I heard the story an hour ago. Okay. I had a, I had a friend of mine. His name is Rabbi Shlemy Edelstein. He lives across the street from me. And his grandmother passed away. And I want to tell you this story. Okay. His grandmother was 90 something years old. She was a Holocaust survivor. He just told, he just told me the story. I told him I'm giving a class tonight. I'm going to tell over this story. His grandma was a Holocaust survivor. Okay. She was in her nineties and she just passed away. And her parents, meaning my friend, Rabbi Shlomo Edelstein's great grandparents, this woman's, I don't, can't recall her name or Neshama Shavon Aliyah. Uh, her, she, she passed away today and she, uh, the Kfura, the burial was today. And what happened? Her parents had problems at childbirth. They had problems. They couldn't have a kid for many years. So they went to Reb Shaila from Kerastir, in Kerastir, her parents, they went to Reb Shaila from Kerastir to get a bracha, a blessing that they should have children. And Reb Shaila gave them a blessing that they should have a child. And this woman was the product of that blessing, of that bracha from Roshayla from Kerastir. She passed away today on the Tzaddik's yurt site. On Roshayla's yurt site, she passed away. 90-something years later, she passed away on the day of the Tzaddik. Right? He told me the story. I got goosebumps. I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, I have to like spread this story to everyone. Like, this is like an amazing story, you know? A mitzvah to be in this story. That a person who's connected to the tzaddik, that their life force, just like a tree. Now, I don't know if she had anything to do with him after that, but obviously there are many levels of being connected. And it was the tzaddik's, through the tzaddik's bounty, the tzaddik's bracha, that brought her into this world. And any day of the year, she could have passed away. She could have passed away yesterday. She could have passed away a week ago. She could pass away tonight, which is technically not the, the, the yurt site anymore, right? She passed away on the day of the tzaddik's yurt site who brought her into this world. That every day on the yurt site of the tzaddik, the tzaddik goes higher and higher and higher and higher. It's not just a one-time thing. It's not just a one-time thing. And with that, everyone, I wish you, we're going to continue more in this theme next week, learning deeper about this. But with that, everyone, I wish you a good Shabbos. And we should be zochet to connect to the great tzaddik in our tradition, like Moshe Rabbeinu, like the base Yosef, like Ramah, anyone who follows Shulchan Aruch, like Rabbi Nachman, like Rabbi Shaila from Kerastir, like all the all the, the Baal Shem Tov, the Vilna Gon, all the great Sadiqim of all time. I know we have someone over here who likes Rabbi Victor Miller, Rabbi Victor Miller, right? Uh, that's for you, Ellie. And all the great Sadiqim of all time, which should be Zoha, to connect with them and connect to them like the roots of a tree, connect to the roots, and always constantly as the Sadiqim are going higher and higher in Shemayim, that we should constantly connect them, receive more encouragement, more strength, more insight, and more avoda. That, everyone, I wish you. Good Shabbos. Shkayach, shkayach. Yeah, shayach, shayach. Reb